Hello and welcome to The Optional Podcast, episode number 187 for the week of December 9th, 2019. The Optional Podcast is a show all about the latest in video games and entertainment, recorded each week from New York City and bounced around cables and satellites all around the world. We are the New York Knicks. Oh no, God. We are the New York Knicks. <laughs> Go New York. <laughs> right as your listening device of choice, as always, I'm Paul Tamayo and I'm here with my co-host, Cam Brewster. Kill Cam. Yo, shout out to Purple Haze. It was a anniversary. anniversary? Yeah. Wow. What a what a monumental it's wild that achievement that's been out for so long. We are old and we are all hurtling <laughs> towards our death. It was also the twenty fifth anniversary of PlayStation. Shout out to PlayStation, man. Shout out to PlayStation. It, it seems young, right? Because, but it's not because like it's mostly all of my life. Yeah, I mean <laughs> that is mostly our yeah, lives. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's weird. There are probably <clears throat> we might even have some listeners that are younger than the PlayStation. 4. Oh yeah, for sure. That's wild. I, I know that for a fact. That is. Unbelievable. Imagine a world that you only knew what PlayStation was. That's like retro to you. Yeah. I mean, that's like what the NES and shit was for us. That's true. But speaking of listeners, uh, super special thank you to our supporters. Man. Yes. Clue bomb. Oh, my God. Flex bomb. Flex bomb. Thank you so much for... uh, Because you just heard that sound effect, that means we have our new mixer now. Yeah, we got some new shiny equipment. Yo, this it's, thing it's is beautiful. Official tissue. You could hear the velvet in our voices. It's like extra velvety this week. So we so we got the new mixer, which has everything basically in one package, yeah. which makes our lives so much easier. It also lets me, um, you know, load some some sound effects onto the the thing here. It's really cute and quaint. So anytime I got a fucking, I want to emphasize a <laughs> fucking point and drop yes. a bomb on bombers, bitches. Um, <laughs> So yeah, thank you so much, seriously, for uh, those of you donating to the to the um, supporters. Yeah, no, that, that, it does mean a lot to us, and you're you're like forwarding the show, and it helps us like bring a better product to you guys and big time help our dreams, big time, big time. But uh, but yeah, so uh, j- a quick announcement before we re- proceed to the rest of the show. Um, next couple of weeks are going to be interesting. So yes. so we have a very loose plan of what we're going to do, but essentially the next two episodes up until like I guess um, the last week of. December. December, yeah, into the new year. Yeah, um, we're going to be doing uh, like a two-part episode. One, one will be like look back at the decade, and then the other one will be uh, our games of the year, uh, the optional yeah. awards. You already know what it is. <laughs> you know what time it is. You know, you know, what know where time you it are. Is. The third annual. Oh my god, that's crazy. 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 Three, three years of the optional awards. It's an anniversary. There's still time. I think the because uh, Christmas was our anniversary, right? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Pretty wild. So cool. What, I don't know why we decided to start a podcast around the holidays. I, you know what it was? It was uh, The Force Awakens. Oh, yeah. Because we were like, oh, let's just do that. That's right. And that was our first episode was The Force Awakens. It's wild. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll be doing that the next two weeks. Also, um, yeah, I need to... There's the uh, the uh, Game Awards, I think this week or next week? I forget. I, I forgot all about them, to be honest. Like, yeah. I, I thought they already happened. I was like, oh, I missed that. Either way, I got to find a new... Cause every, so there's a tradition. I think we have our, our current backlog. I, I tend to like trim it every year, mm-hmm. like just to not have you know thousands of episodes in the, in the feed. But if you go back to like <clears throat> the second annual awards, I included, I always include like a little cringy clip from an award show, from an E3 conference. And last, last year's was... Um, I think it was from uh, the Blizzard, from BlizzCon of the previous year, the guy going, is this some sort of off-season oh, yeah. <laughs> April Fool's oh, joke? Yeah, that was, that was trash. Yeah, so um, there's still time. If you, ha- if you guys know any like awful, horrible moments that have happened on stage or whether it's on a direct or whatever, let I me know. I think there were some for the Xbox one that just passed, whatever that was. It was like oh, the, yeah. whatever Xbox state of... Yeah, XO19. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Which was trash. Yeah, so let, you know, there's still time. Let me know. Give me some of your contenders. <laughs> uh, send them in the Discord. But uh, yeah, let's just jump right into what we've been playing this week. Facts. Uh, I can start because I've had quite a journey. Yeah, do it, do it, do it. I'll get the usual suspects out of the way. I'm still playing Grid at work, and I'm playing Grand Turismo Sport at home. Um, both kind of, you know, let me scratch that itch in different ways. When I come home, I'm like, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to clear like, you know, two rows of challenges, which amounts to like, you know, 16 challenges and some of them require multiple, you know, a lot of retries, but I'm getting better. I'm getting better at like, you know, understanding how to, you know, break and, and different things like how to draft and all these other things. So like the game breaks these challenges up into uh, different techniques. And uh, sometimes it'll just be like, Hey, just do this race and uh, come in first if you can. I'm like, okay, cool. That's, that's great. Yeah. Um, 
So that's been a lot of fun to tinker with. It also, I forget how good that game looks on my TV. It's a really, really pretty game. It's a beautiful-ass game. I I wonder, um, like, did you come across anything that you saw that was, like, pretty unique and new for the game, or...? Um, Not quite yet. I mean, all of it seems like it's pretty new. The last one I played, I think, was Gran Turismo 4. Got you. Um, I think on, like... PS4? PS3? PS3, okay. Yeah, and... um, so yeah, a lot of this stuff is pretty new to me. I still haven't bothered going online. I don't think I'm going to go online for a long time, if I ever go online. Because for me, I'm like, I don't know, maybe one day I'll try it and see how I, how I feel. But I've been obsessed with um, YouTuber GT Sport, his YouTube channel. And I've also been watching like the PlayStation. Like PlayStation has like a Gran Turismo TV channel where like there's old videos of like Lewis Hamilton, like, you know, doing the tracks and being like, oh, this is like, you know, I'm getting the hang of it. And He's sitting there with the creator, and he's like, wow, the way you drive is so beautiful. <laughs> so it's like so a, dope. really fun to watch. But GT Sport, like quickly becoming one of my favorite uh, YouTubers, he just like he just does Let's Plays or he does archives of um, like previous races he does online. And, and he's like, he, he comes in like fifth place, but it's, awesome. it's like yeah. gripping. It's so awesome. And so he's playing like online like multiplayer? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. That's cool. So he captures it first and then he like records his, his voiceover over it. So mm. he tells you like, oh yeah, here coming up, there was there was a really nasty, you know, uh, altercation between three players and then sure enough it happens and he like kind of guides you through it and he like replays stuff and it's fascinating stuff and I'm like learning a ton from just watching him and um, it's so weird. I'm watching like these 20 minute videos at work while I'm eating lunch and like, Anybody who comes by my desk just sees me watching Gran Turismo. Like, it's so bizarre, but I'm, like, really actually getting into it. Right. I think, like, we talked about, I think it was uh, last week or two weeks ago, about how I get into these moods. But yeah. I think one of the things I also, I was talking to, um, shout out to Chase. I was playing Destiny 2 last night with Chase. And that's my, that's the next game on my, on my playlist. So maybe I'll sort of, like, talk about both. But I, I have these moods where, like, it can either be, it's like, there's the Zen approach, which is the Gran Turismo approach where mm-hmm. I'm like doing it by myself and I'm like, okay, I'm getting into this thing. I'm rediscovering this passion for like a genre that I forgot about and I want to learn more about it. I want to watch this guy who does this pretty regularly and does it really well and learn from him, see what I can sort of take from his lessons. And I'll watch that at work. I play it back home and, and you know, I, I go through it very sort of leisurely. And then there's a Destiny 2 approach where it's a game that, I actually thoroughly enjoy. I love the act of walking around, running around, jumping, using my special, you know, like swinging my sword, throwing flames of like, you know, these yeah. fire things at people and then like throwing grenades, hitting people. Shoot. Like the whole like moment to moment action stuff feels so, it's so delicious in Destiny that it's hard to deny. Especially it's so it's like good. it's Bungie at 11 and, it, oh, and it's so fucking good. But 50% of it is like lore and characters and, and stuff that I have no... And picking up items that you don't know what they do and yeah. that, that stuff is yeah. hard. And and the game does zero, zero to, to like, explain yeah, to no. newcomers or people who haven't played in a while, i.e. me. So I'm like, okay. So I was having this like... I had this emotional journey while I was talking with like Chase, also just kind of catching up, like, yo, what you been up to? Mm-hmm. Um, but I was getting frustrated where I'm like, yo, I don't even know if I want to play this anymore. Like when we first started, when we first started it up, I was like, I don't know. I'm looking at my quest tab and I'm like, some of this stuff is confusing. I don't know where to go. Okay. I think I found the one spot on Titan where I have to go. Let's go over there. And you know, we're fumbling through the, well, I'm fumbling through the menus trying to figure it out. And then we get the hang of it. We learn the weird ways in which the game wants you to, uh, do its order of operations. And I'm like, okay, I think I got the hang of it. And then once we got the hang of it, we're doing these missions and we're like, oh shit. Like, okay. This is good. Yeah, this yeah. is fucking yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we're, we're like on this bridge <laughs> and there's this weird alien construct thing around us and we're looking around and these really cool enemy types are hurling at us in different ways. And once some of them have shields, some of them are just like zombies that explode. And, you know, there's like a rhythm and there's like a dance that, that, that feels so good when it's firing on all cylinders. Just getting those crit shots on the oh. enemies, that feels so good. Seeing that yellow number pop out. So good. <laughs> and you get, when you get the headshot or like we were talking yeah. about like the, the big boys when they jump in the air and you get them, like you get a headshot and they flip, like they ragdoll back onto the ground. Like some of it, I mean, most of it feels so, so good. But it's just like the story and all the lore stuff that, I, that like really turns me off. But... um I told Chase, I'm like, man, I'm determined to like, it's, I mean, it's either going to go one of two ways. I go, okay, do I stop now before I go too deep? And right. then I'm like, oh God, I can't come back anymore. Or I'm like, oh, I wasted 10 hours or whatever. 
or do I lean into it? And because I'm stubborn, um, do I try to understand it? And that's the other side of the coin I was talking about a second ago, where like, that's where I'm landing with destiny too, is like, I'm stubborn and I want to understand the FOMO is really real here. It is. And I want to understand why people love this thing so much because outside of the reasons why I love it, because for me up until now, destiny two has been this thing that I turn on, I play, I shoot, shoot, bang, bang, and I turn it off and I don't think about it. Yeah. I wonder if like the mechanics are enough for most people. Yeah. You know, I, they, they I, must be. I, it must be. Yeah. Because I, so it led me to this deep, dark path yesterday where I'm, I'm on YouTube and I was talking to like Chase was like, yo, you know, there's, there are, there are lore explainers out there. Like you can find a lore explainer and, and read on it and whatever. So I'm like, all right. So I go on YouTube. I found this, I find this guy. My name is Bife, mm-hmm. B-Y-F. That's funny as hell because like a coworker of mine just put me on him. That's wild. Yeah, we, so we just so yeah. literally this like in the beginning of the week. Super super weird. So weird. So I find this dude. I like click on his his lore explainer. It's almost four hours long, and before I know it, like forty minutes have passed, <laughs> and I'm just like my eyes are like glued to the screen, and he's like, I'm a, I, correct me if I'm wrong. Forgive me if I'm wrong, but I, he he's. A British dude. Yeah, he's a British man. Yeah, and so he's got like that heavy Hands. accent. Yeah, and uh, the production production value of these lore explainers, yo, phenomenal. phenomenal. Like, so he has, so he says like, oh yeah, I have a friend who like did these illustrations. I didn't commission him. Like I tried to offer him money, but he was like, nah, I just want you to have these. So he has illustrations for things that he doesn't have footage of. Every For everything else, he puts down footage from cutscenes, from like, trailers or he'll have b-roll of things that he's probably like shot. the original artwork for the shows and stuff. yeah I so mean for the game ton of different like you know visual things visual references and he's explaining it with like the music in the background that like you know it, it goes on a journey with you and it's actually like the lore is actually fascinating it's super dope i'm like destiny has some dope fucking lore i am blown away so so far i'm about an hour and change into the four hour video mm-hmm. and, it, and it, it, he you know he Claims it, it it's gonna be from the beginning of like the known history to like up until Shadow Keep, gotcha. and of course I'm sure he's like leaving some bits out and like that stuff I'll probably check out in the companion app or maybe I'll play it in the game and hopefully absorb some of it. <clears throat> but um, for the most part, he's hitting like the main beats of everything you need to know. So I'm learning about like races and events and characters that I know. Like I know who the traveler is. Like I think everyone knows who the traveler is. But I didn't know. Do you? <laughs> That's true. That's true. I still don't know who the traveler is. I just know it's a thing. But so in this lore video, mm-hmm. he explains like where he came from, like who he sort of sided with at first or who it. And we don't even know. Right. Who they sided with right. at first. And then like it's literally Star Wars, though. Pretty much. Pretty much. There's yeah. A light and dark and there's a balance. 100 the, percent there's light the story yeah. of destiny. and it's everyone dope. all the guardians me and you yeah. are all like using his his like essence or whatever like it's it's fascinating so i'm like actually now sort of getting into it like really getting into the lore of it and like there were moments where even when, when me and chase were playing last night where i was doing things where like with rasputin and rasputin is like this ai thing that i sort of understood very loosely before he was a defense uh like grid like on earth like yeah it was like automated ai yeah that was like i'm gonna protect the earth but at what cost like right yeah who comes first me or the earth Right. So it's like really interesting, like moral <clears throat> challenges that the game presents. And um, also just like fascinated by the reasoning for the the dark, right? Like mm-hmm. why it is sort of trying to destroy humanity. And it's like it's testing humanity and it's testing like other life forms where yeah. it's like. And I and I, I get that. Like in even like, you know, not to get super philosophical about Destiny 2, but like you, you can just like the Star Wars comparison you can take some of those lessons and put them into real life and be like, yeah, there are people who operate that way and they just com- they operate on a whole different, you know, spectrum. Like they don't they don't understand and empathize and whatever. So it's like really, really fascinating. All that to say, like now I fully understand, for example, who Rasputin is, where the Awoken came from, like what their story is all about. Yeah, why before, are they out in the reef? Yeah, what what are they doing? Why what's, are they why are they all glowy yeah. and shit? Yeah, why do they look why hot they blue? when they're like kind of scary? <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm really why really getting hot? into Destiny two, and um, I'm gonna keep watching that lore explainer probably throughout the course of the week in probably like 30, 40 minute chunks. But um, 
Yeah, no, I'm, I'm actually getting into Destiny 2 again. And, and, but I have the dilemma, and this is the, the dilemma I put on Twitter, actually, was that I have it on PC, but I only have the base game and Shadowkeep. Right. I have it on PS4, where I only have the base game. Okay. And I have it on Stadia, where I have everything. Can I ask you something? Yeah. Since there's cross-save, doesn't that mean you have it on everything? Oh, I don't know. I haven't checked on PS4 or PC, actually, since I, since I did it. So you I wonder if I saying? jump into PS4, it's like, because there's a tab where you can see what you have unlocked. Yeah. Like what, I'll, I'll check. Because you might be right. Yeah, I would think, right? Like I have access to everything, right? I would assume so. Because that would be weird to be like. Pay for it again, right? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So so hopefully that's not the case and I have it unlocked for everything, but it makes me, I, I'm sort of treating it as DLC. Like if yeah. I have DLC for Rocket League on one account. Shout out to Rocket League. Shout out to Rocket League, yeah. And I don't have it on PS4. I don't know. I should check because you might be right. And if you're right. Then I, don't I, know. I just thought about that right now. Maybe I'm on, maybe maybe I'm back in. Maybe. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> maybe if, I'm back. Maybe if there's one game though that needs cross play, oh, it's Destiny for sure, hands down. I mean, maybe not the the the, uh, the multiplayer like uh, PvP stuff, but the the co op stuff definitely. I think I they can figure it out because like the PvP stuff, you'll be at a huge disadvantage. Yeah, it's they, unlike I think it's unlike the. Um, like Call of Duty or something like that. But do what Call of Duty does. That's true. Just just separate people into controllers versus mouse and keyboard. That's true. That's and true. you're done. Or have people who are like, you know what? I don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> For all true. of you yeah. brave people out there with pro controllers. Um, so, yeah, I mean. That's I, dope, man. I'm, I'm, I'm excited that you're into it. Yeah. And I mean, I kind of really been enjoying it on Stadia. Like being able to play it on my. I just got a new so little. So where did you guys start with the, like, uh, the content, I guess? So I'm just doing like basically the main missions, like the main like story story missions yeah but like did you start like because i know you like if you have all the new stuff you can just jump into that right yeah yeah, yeah. so that I think, I think that's what i'll probably do next is mm-hmm. i'll probably even jump right to shadow keep you should jump to um forsaken forsaken that's when the, it gets good all right where yeah forsaken's so, so dope i I, I liked it a lot actually. maybe i'll finish the lore video and then i'll get into yeah, that because yeah, yeah. like what, what i did was they, they gave me a list of introductory quests which were like basically missions I'd already done because mm-hmm. I, I recognized every one of them. Right. Like there was five of them and me and Chase did four like back to back. And um, yeah, because like the callous stuff is not fun. That was the like the main, the first dude. Yeah, yeah, They make you do like one of those. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay, I remember this, like getting my feet wet at first. And but then the, they made me go to like every planet. Like, that theme is dope. Like the th- theme for the Cabal is dope. Like that. Dun, dun. <laughs> That's yeah. just so dope, man. Yeah, yeah. So man. I'm having a good time with it. I'm actually having a, a great cool. time with it. Um, yeah, and then beyond that, uh, just been playing, been chipping away more at Disco Elysium. I, I want to try my best to get it done before I start doing end of the year stuff at work because it might shuffle some things around in my time. Isn't that like a sixty-hour game? Oh, I don't know. Isn't it? I heard it's pretty big. Maybe, maybe, maybe not sixty. Probably not sixty. I'm, I'm probably only like guessing. 25. Yeah, I'm probably guessing like twenty twenty-five. But I, I at least want to get like ten, okay. fifteen hours in because I mean, already it's like one of the coolest games I've ever played. Mm. Uh, so it might shuffle some things around in my in my <coughs> end of the year list, but then um, beyond that, uh, Super Mario Maker Two got an, a big update this week. Yeah, it got a what is that? Uh, Link. Yeah, got I the mean, Master sorry, Sword. Zelda. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Princess Zelda. The Princess Zelda's in this. Um, yeah, so it got the uh, a, a ton of new additions. Like it got some new enemies and um, you know some little minor adjustments here and there. But for the most part, the big update is the Master Sword as as an upgrade for for Mario or whoever. And if you pick it up, you turn into Link. Like, it's a little sprite, like the one from NES, like the first Legend of Zelda. Mm-hmm. And it's only available in the Super Mario Bros., like the first one theme. So you can't use it in, like, you know, 3D Mario, Super Mario World or whatever. So, um, it's, man, first of all, I haven't played this game in a minute. I jumped back in. I'm, like, I cleaned up the rest of the single-player stuff. I still right. have some leftover missions I got to check. But um, jumped into the online stuff and been playing what people have been creating already with with Link. And it is incredible. So for those who don't know, when you're playing as Link, you can jump, you can do the obvious things, run around, jump. But then you also have a shield if you hold down so you can block things. So you can block projectiles. Yeah, yeah, you can can block that kind of stuff. You can block like um, whatever, whatever Bullet enemies. Bills. Yeah, yeah. And then if you jump and then you strike down, he has the little like, you know, down strike. Oh, so okay. if you can like go down and like clear out a whole line of enemies... He has a bone arrow, so he can shoot in three directions, like up at an arc. There's like a, the arrows have an arc. They always fall down regardless. So you can shoot up straight ahead and you can shoot down, which like 
these three things sound really basic basic but with the bow and arrow for example like they showed off in the trailer like when you shoot up at a coin for example at a red coin and you get the red coin it it'll like count as you grabbing grabbing it. okay so like there there are already people making basically zelda dungeons like i was playing one yesterday where it was like i was like scratching my head like what do i have to do and then once i figured it out i was like oh it was that classic zelda i saw one discovery that was uh it was like a wall that you can't get past and mm-hmm. it had like a um a p-switch on the other side like just off in the distance and it was like a, a wall a really high wall yep and you couldn't see it and the guy just like jumped and shot like the yeah. high arcing one and it went down i was like that's OD. I think I did that one. That's OD. Yeah, because I was like, how do I do I this? I would have never figured that shit out. Yeah. And so it's like things like that where you're like, oh, like this fundamentally changes Mario Maker oh, yeah, in yeah, so yeah. many different ways. And uh, I haven't checked in in that game for a minute and jumping back into it and like seeing okay. the people who played my level and, and playing a, like a random selection of different <sighs> folks levels. So much fun, man. That, mm-hmm. that game is 100% on my top 10 of the year list. I love that game so much. That's awesome. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to dig into I'm, I'm glad like, it finally got some like life, more life put, pushed into it because I think a lot of people were just making like the Super Mario 3D world. Is that, That's uh, like the main one, right? That most people make. Probably, yeah. Yeah, it's like the most popular one. Yeah. Because you can do the most with that one, I think. Yeah, that's like wall sliding. Yeah, exactly. Long jumps and different shit. So yeah, it's, um, it's so good. It's so pure. It's, it's amazing how just even giving these basic tools to people and seeing them seeing them like come up with things it's it's like the minecraft absolutely effect of taking into platforming like see how like smart people are man geniuses it's it's really incredible but uh yeah man what you been up to um so i play a little bit of destiny as well Uh, me and the homies we we just do we usually do like the nightfall mission it's like the uh, they take a mission from the game uh one of the strikes and they make it they put a bunch of uh debuffs and uh, make the enemies super hard and they give you like a a soft cap level where you like you don't want to do this if you're anywhere below this level so like we do a 951 okay and it gives you pinnacle gear which is like uh beyond the cap of the game so like what your max say, say i'm 950 right now i can't get anything in the main game i can't really get anything else that's beyond 950 unless i get pinnacle gear which will give me a 952 weapon or a thing so individual like gradually you'll keep getting those things and they'll keep stacking on top of one another and you can get up to like i forgot what it is what the cap is but let's say it's a thousand i don't know if that's true but let's just say it is a thousand you can get up to that doing that stuff interesting so that's been like a little controversial in the community but just because it's like so hard to do because you have to wait a week or you have to have three characters that you can do it with oh God. you know so a lot of people do it i, I mean uh, th- some people grind the shit all the time but i just like doing the, the hard mission like spend a, a couple hours trying to get it done mm. like because they they time you like you know it, it's really it's really fun so yeah. I'm, I'm into that stuff um and then i uh booted up some old games because like not old but this year's games i was just trying to get some more time with them just so i can like really submit my feelings uh for the end of the year Stuff trying to just whittle down my my list. I don't. I haven't been playing like a ton of games this year, but it's more than I ever actually played. Usually, like you know, in years past, because you know, just money and you know, time and stuff like that. So I'm I'm really proud of myself just for like even just putting any time into some of these games. Um, But with the help of Game Pass, I was able to get Void Bastards earlier this year, and I was like, that game was like definitely it's on my top ten for sure. Uh, and I booted that up and I've been playing that and for sure it still is like, yeah. it's so good. Like yeah. it, that artwork and just the style of game it is like, it's so smart and stupid and funny and yeah, yeah, like, yeah. it's just so good. Like it's really unique in its style. Um, I don't think a lot of things are like coming close to that, that style. I mean the game, the, the gameplay itself is not like anything new. But it is it's fucking dope. Yeah, I mean, I loved when I played. I only played it for like a few hours. Yeah. But, and I meant to eventually go back and, and check out more of it. Right. But yeah, th- talking about it now makes me think like, damn, I, I totally forgot to do that. Like I should have I went back. Yeah, because I, I had only been meaning to like jump in for like maybe an hour just to check out. Like, you know, do a couple of ships like because you, you go through the map and you, you check out a couple of ships and get some some um, materials and you hop back in and you go keep going forward towards the, the end goal or whatever it is. Um, and I was on it for like four hours the other night. It's just like 
chipping away, yeah. losing characters, you know, dying and stuff like that. So yeah, I was having a ton of fun with it. Uh, I, it's still one of my like nightly cooldown games. So nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, and then I, uh, they just added um, Remnant from the Ashes, which is a terrible name for a game. Terrible um, name. <laughs> it's a bad name. <laughs> just call name. it Remnant. I don't understand. Um, I, maybe there's another Remnant. But um, yeah, that, that game, I'd never played it, but they added it on Game Pass like this week, I think. Um, and it, it's pretty good. Like It's Great. like a shooter Souls-like S game where um, you, you have two, like, uh, you have a main weapon, which uh, I guess you pick a class and like there's archetypes, I guess. So it's like you can be a sniper. You can be like the the semi-automatic assault. I mean, not a semi-automatic uh, rifle guy or you can have a shotgun. So it's like a close, medium, long range um, what'd you, what'd you style. Pick? I picked the medium range one, which is like the um, like the uh, bolt action like rifle. OK, um, so like I wanted something a little bit faster, you know, but this game is weird because you can't just fire um, without aiming down sights, like you can't hit fire. Oh, interesting. Which is real dumb and frustrating, but I guess that's the whole mechanic of the game because it would be fairly easy if you could. Huh? Yeah, I played it on PC where I always aim down sights. I guess in these kind of games. Yeah, you have to aim down sights, and that's such a weird like. Interesting. Most games don't have that, you know. Like it, it's so weird, and then you have a melee weapon, um, and that's used for close close quarters. So I guess they want you to use that ad- enough. So it's like, well, if you're gonna be hip firing, you're probably gonna have to just swing your sword or, or axe or whatever you have. I wonder if that's only because you had the rifle. No, because the the pistol makes you do it too. Oh, okay, that's weird. Yeah. And then you can pick up, uh, so like the archetypes are just for the beginning, just let you pick a class and they give you weapons right off the bat. And then you pick up uh, weapons along the way. Um, but I haven't, I've been having some pretty like good time with it because like um, the enemy is not really like compelling for me, but uh, it's like this root enemy and they're basically like tree men. <laughs> like yeah, they're yeah, just yeah. like tree stumps. It's fucking stupid. Um, <laughs> and I, I did the, like the first area. Uh, I cleared that out and uh, they put you in the sewer and they make you fight like your first boss, and that was pretty fucking scary because yeah. they they spawn enemies behind you, and like there's one persistent enemy that keeps chasing you, and that's so weird. Um, but I, I don't know, I, like I, I I like the game, I just don't know if I'll keep playing it. Mm. Yeah, like it, it might be fun with people. Yeah, I haven't played it with anybody, but if anybody has uh, Xbox, hit me up because I would like to check it out um, with with somebody. Um, and then the game I've been putting most of my time in. <laughs> Also, we have um, uh, GTA going on in the back. Not GTA. Uh, what is <laughs> Red this? Dead 2. Red Dead 2 going yeah. on in the back. It's back. It's back. Um, but I've been playing the Switch game called Tourist. Uh, and this was made by the people who did... Uh, sorry, what is this game called again? Oh, uh, Fast Racing RMX? Or yeah. Fast RMX. Fast RMX. Yeah. Um, or I guess earlier in the Switch's life. I guess when it, right when it came out. Yeah, like yeah. shortly after it launched. Um, yeah, Shen and Multimedia. Uh, so they've had some some games over the years for Nintendo and other consoles. Uh, but Tourist basically is this gorgeous. I don't even know how to describe the art style. It's it's basically like a really well polished. Um, um, what's that block game where you can build shit? We were just talking about Minecraft. It. Minecraft. It's like a well, like yeah. I'm looking at it right now. It's beautiful. I don't know. They're doing some stuff with lighting and shadows. I don't know. If the, I don't know what ray tracing is, <laughs> but, but this, this I is think it. it got ray tracing in it. Um, <laughs> this is pretty. It's fucking dope. And they do some cool shit with like the foreground and the background stuff. And it, it, it's just really gorgeous game. And it runs so smooth. It's like 60 frames. Um, and basically, you play um, a tourist, right? And you're just this guy. He's basically dressed like uh, Ace Ventura. Yeah, he looks like Ace Ventura. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's dressed like Ace Ventura, and you get dropped off at this island called Tourist Island. So beautiful. Yeah, it's gorgeous. And um, basically, it just doesn't tell you what to do. You're just like a tourist. It's like, enjoy your vacation. Hmm. And you're just like the to- this tourist on this island. So the first thing you do on this island is you see this monument. And on like it has like a placard in front of it, and it's like, oh, this was left over by the inhabitants, uh, the ancient inhabitants of this island. And you see people like sunbathing on the beach and all this stuff, and then you you find your way into the um, the monument, and there's like a cave, and there's another tourist down there, and he's like, 
hey, I've been down here trying to unlock the mysteries of these people. Um, won't you help me and we'll discover it together and just go island hopping and figure out like what this mystery is. So he's like, there's other monuments on other islands and you go get the, the cores. Like I forgot what they call it, but it's like this island core and uh, we're going to put him on these platforms and they're going to turn into something, whatever. I don't know the, the ending, but uh, so you, you, there's like a shop you can buy different um, items with. So like you can buy like a double jump. You can buy a, a way to grab onto ledges. So you like as you go, you get money from just finding them all on the, the world or you do like odds, odd jobs for people that are on vacation as well. So like one island, it's called literally called Ibiza, but with a Y, just like Y Ibiza. Okay. And it's like Spain and like people are just like having this beach dance party, but it's like lame. <laughs> So the DJ's like, yo, I got to get this place livened up. So you're like going around, you're like fixing his generator. Wow. You're turning on like the fog machine. And like every time you do it, like the fun meter goes up, like the party meter goes up and the party gets like jumping and you can dance and shit. It's fucking stupid, but it's really fun. And then, so it's kind of like, um, uh, what's that game I was playing earlier on switch where you like, you go Island to Island and you, you get new, it doesn't tell you actually what to make forager forager. It's kind of like that, but just with like, you don't know the game will kind of naturally progress itself. Uh, if you run into something like that's stumping you, you'll find it eventually, mm. um, which is really cool. Cause like, like uh, one guy, he was like, prote- like um, they had this tourist kind of trap set up on one of the monuments, which is like problematic within itself. But <laughs> we, we do that, right? Like, you know, yeah, in, yeah. in these col- in the colonized world, we, we do that. We have it like set up on, you know, oh, go see the pyramids. Like, you yeah, know, like yeah, go yeah. to this concession center, whatever. So this guy's like literally handing out tickets for the thing. And he's like, oh, I can't let you up. He's like, I'm, I'm so thirsty right now. I wish I had something to drink. And you're like, oh, okay. So <laughs> I did see a smoothie shop back before. So you go back to the smoothie shop and the girl's like, well, the machine's broken and I don't have enough fruits. Classic. So you're like, all right, well, I'm going to make some, I'm going to find some fruits for her. And then you get the fruits and she gives you a smoothie and then you give that to the guy and he lets you up into them things. So it's stuff like that. Got it, got and it. it keeps going and going. And I'm just having like a really fun time with it because all these different islands, they have like a Santorini type island is really, Ooh. it's literally called like Santern or whatever. <laughs> um, and you're like in Greece and there's like a couple asking you for like vacation tips. Like, oh, you know, where should we go? And you don't know yet because you haven't been to every island, but as you go, you get these like um, a tourist guide mm. and you keep filling those out and um, and uh, you can recommend them things. So they're like, no, nah, we don't want to go to that party island. We don't want to go to Ibiza, but we might want to go to the museum island. And then you end up on Museum Island and then you can tell them to go there. And it's fucking dope, man. It's Sounds lovely. It's man. one of the <laughs> most beautiful, simple games that I've played this year. Uh, it's definitely a late contender for like my, one of my favorite games this year. Wow. It's fucking dope. I'm only like maybe like four hours in, um, but I'm already like 40% done with the game. So Damn. yeah, it, it's, it's really dope. Like, cause you, you like, I don't know. It's just so whimsical and beautiful. Like this game is gorgeous. Like, I don't know what kind of magic they're doing with it, but uh digital foundry put out a video and they could probably explain it a lot better than me. Um, but uh, check it out. Like, I, I think it's, it's worth it. It was only 20 bucks. Um, I used like a bunch of points that I had, so I only paid like 10 bucks for it. Nice. So, yeah. Nice. Yeah, I need to check this out. Yeah. It, I mean, even seeing that video, looks it looks gorgeous. It's fuck, I, like, I've never seen, like, they're doing some magic shit. I don't know. That's don't awesome, know. man. Um, that's how we explain shit on uh, the optional <laughs> podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's magic. Um, all right, cool. So, jumping into the, I'm going to check that out for sure. That sounds amazing. It's really fun. Um, jumping into the news this week, um, this is taken from Twinfinite, but the Game Awards apparently is going to be revealing 10 new games slash projects uh and resident evil 3 will not appear so that of resident evil not. 3 remake is not going to be in there i don't know if no, we talked about that's that next year yeah they, they're like leaked yeah because leaked of the playstation store uh some artwork popped up i guess yeah for it. yeah so the same thing they did with re2 they're doing the re3 yeah. which yeah why not yep. that game was great give me more that's yeah. definitely on my uh top five for sure oh yeah so yeah so keely revealed that roughly 10 new games and projects will be revealed at the ceremony, he said, we have a bunch of brand new games being announced at the show. I think there are going to be 10 new, I think there are around 10 new games slash projects being revealed. If you want to count the things that no one has heard about yet. As always, the internet has a lot of really bad information out there about what you think is at the show, but it sure is fun to read. So, and then he also went on to say that, yeah, it's the uh, Resident Evil 3 is not going to be there, the remake. But Sure it isn't, Jeff. Yeah, okay, buddy. All right. Um, when, when is the Stars. damn? Uh, I think it's the 19th. Let me check. I feel like I saw it uh, 
I feel like that date makes sense to me. I'm gonna try because it's you. always like middle of the week shit, right? They never do it on a day I'm off. Oh, actually, uh, Game Awards 2019 will be hosted by Jeff Keighley and will take place at the Microsoft Theater in LA on December 12th. 12th at 8:30. Oh, it's this Thursday. Okay, yeah, yeah, it was either I knew it was like a middle of the week shit. So yeah, I mean, I'm I'm curious to see what comes out of that. I mean, that, that's such an, a weird award show where like it's basically an E3 conference where you're waiting for like. I mean, no one really, like, cares about, like... Yeah, I, oh, I don't know awards. if I care at all, like... Yeah, the I, awards, or the whole thing. I mean, I, look, I, I do dig that people are getting recognized for their hard work and shit. Like, I like that stuff, but, like, I'm I'm still not going to sit... I'm not an award show person. Mm, like, yeah. just show me the list, show me the trailers, and, you know... Yeah, like, the next stuff. day. Like, this might be cool to, like, just have on in the background, but I'm not going to, like, get my friends together... Like, you know, like E3 is fun because it's like a day's, you know, three days worth of shit. Yeah, that's true. That you can like keep up with and people are always uploading stuff. So like this thing is like a two hour long ceremony. I kind of like watching it, though. I like watching it for the weird Joseph, whatever his name is, moments yeah. where he's like, fuck the Oscars. Yeah. Oscar. <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> it's bullshit. Uh, so I, I'm into that kind of yeah. that, that kind of bullshit. But then the moment it's like, oh, shit, you know. Parappa the Rapper yeah. reboot. I'm like, oh fuck! I'm like <laughs> losing my go. mind. I gotta go on Twitter. I need my take out I there. Just, I just want to see that uh, the next so- uh, from software game pop up because I think that was the last time we saw it. It was last year at at the Game Awards. The one with the uh, Elden Ring, George R R Martin. Yes. Oh yeah, I forgot he was attached to that. They're yeah, like man. he's the lore guy. He'll do he it. is. I mean, he's the, he's the he knows how to build the world. I watch. I can't wait for that four hour video next year, bro. <laughs> Um, <laughs> all right, cool. The next story, this one's r- pretty ridiculous, Yeah. but I am Jesus Christ announced, uh, it's a realistic f- a quote unquote, realistic first person Messiah simulator. I'm taking this again from two infinite. Um, did you see the, this trailer that got dropped? I think someone dropped it in the discord too. Yeah. I saw it on, uh, I forgot what channel I was watching, but it was on something. I was like, wow. Yeah. So it's a newly, it's a newly, op- uh, opened listing on steam. And this is the description. I Am Jesus Christ is a realistic simulator inspired by stories from the New Testament of the Bible. Get into old times and follow the same path as Jesus Christ 2,000 years ago. Game is covering, <laughs> wow, game is covering the period from baptizing of Jesus Christ and to resurrection. Have you ever wondered to be like him? One of the most privileged and powerful people in the world? Uh, check if you can perform all famous miracles from the Bible like Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is definitely like a... Google yeah, Translator thing. Um, but yeah, really bizarre like trailer that has clearly been like, it's all pre-rendered like cutscenes of him walking around like doing, performing miracles and stuff. Uh, pretty weird. It's pretty weird. Shout out to White Jesus. Shout out to White Jesus. Um, the, real, the realistic, <laughs> the realistic interpretation. Yeah. yeah, sure. Okay. Um, I mean, it's cool, whatever. Um, they better have them flipping tables and whipping people, but that's yeah. that's a real read the Bible, guys. It's actually fun times. <laughs> the New Testament. It's not bad. It's like a good story. Talk about lore. Yeah. I need I need I need a twelve hour video for that one. Yo, my name is Bife. Yeah. Hook it up, bro. Um all right, our next story, six classic games were added or gonna be added to the NES and SNES collections on Nintendo Switch online. So for SNES we have Star Fox Two, Super Punch Out, Kirby, Superstar, Breath of Fire Two coming to SNES. I care about like None of these. Two of those games, I guess. I'll play Star Fox 2 again. Will yeah. you? Yeah, I'll probably play it again on my right. Switch. Why not? Right. Uh, NES, Journey to Cilius and Crystallis. I don't know any of these games, but uh, cool, I guess. I, if anything, it's been a sign. It, you know what's weird is that we, so we did a uh, shameless plug. We did like a nearly 40 minute few points, me That's and Steven, wrong. where we That's did, uh, thanks man. We did our current state of console gaming. So we went through each console. We talked about like what's happening, what might be coming ahead in 2020. And we talked, and the day we recorded it, um, we recorded it around like the afternoon, and we were talking about like, man, I brought up like Nintendo Switch Online. Um, you know, they have all these games, these Super Nintendo games that came out with this year, and then they just stopped supporting it. Like back in September, they just were like, you know, no more games. Not that they announced it, they just stopped supporting it. And then literally like an hour later, or a couple hours later, a, a trailer went up for Nintendo, like revealing these games. So I was like, oh, I got to clip that part out now from the video. <laughs> so I did, and. Um, yeah, I mean, I was like mostly curious about that thing. Like, man, I, I love that idea of being able to access these games on my Switch. And I was wondering when they were going to support it again. And it turns out it was just a couple hours later. Yeah. Um, so I want to keep seeing more of this stuff. And one of the things we talked about too on the show was like Nintendo has this 
you know idea that nostalgia only stops at the SNES and like that's true. They they do suck the dick of <laughs> the NES a lot. Like I love that system as well, but like come on, man, let's get some fucking sixty four games in there. Let's Seriously. get some uh, GameCube shit. Like I want to, I really want to revisit Star Fox three uh, D or whatever Adventure that was. Whatever. Adventure, yeah, yeah. I want to play some. Uh, like, I want to play some stupid GameCube games. Yeah, like one hundred percent. Yeah, there's so many, <laughs> there's so many stupid GameCube ass games. GameCube games. I will. I will. Yeah, that's a good system. Fight yeah. for. Super Mario Sunshine. I will defend it. Yeah, why haven't they till the end of time released that? I feel like that one is like one of the sleeper Mario games. I haven't played it because <sighs> so I don't good. have a GameCube. Book. I love that game. I un- unironically love it. Um, yeah. All right, cool. Our next story. Uh, have you checked out Call of Duty yet? The season one stuff. I've I've played a little bit of it. I haven't played it in a minute, but I finally um, beat the um, campaign like two days. Oh, ago. what'd you think? I thought it was cool. Like, I, I yeah. thought the way they weaved a tale at the end, like, ooh, this is the shit. Like, okay, they're going to continue this stuff. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I was into it. Yeah, because they're like, oh, here's the next. Yeah, yeah they're yeah, like, yeah. oh, his name is Ghost. Yeah, like, like, I know ooh, Ghost. I know him. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was getting kind of geeked out by yeah, that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, The final fight. Yo, you know what was fucking hilarious, and I forgot to clip it, but uh, at the end, light spoilers, you have to kill somebody, and you're in a helicopter. <laughs> and... They were like on my game, it glitched, so there was no helicopter. So it was just two like oh god people standing in the air, <laughs> that's like, flying over uh, Hasbegastad or whatever they <laughs> fucking called it, like some made up town yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Not real estate. Yeah, not real estate. And uh, it was just like I was like, damn, almost. I was like cracking up, man. <laughs> it was, clipped it, man. I should have clipped it, but I was just like literally bowled over, and I just got, I was like, this is so stupid. Yeah, I um, um so yeah. I, I like the post credit stuff. That was cool. Yeah, same. So they kicked off uh, basically their season one plans, uh, which I haven't, I still haven't checked out yet. But um, it's it, it's fine. They did just added um, some new maps and shit, and yeah. then they added a uh, <laughs> games pass, not games pass. What do they call battle that? pass? Battle pass, yes. Yeah, uh, like every other uh, multiplayer has. Yep, twenty nineteen. I mean, it, it's fine. Everything needs a battle pass. Everything needs one. Um, and then speaking of which, speaking of updates to multiplayer shooters that I might jump back into, Battlefield Five, getting Wake Island. Yeah, but I also heard they made some weird changes. The TTK? TTK stuff and uh, some other weird, like, uh, weapon archetype changes. Man, that game, what a weird Yeah, because also when they did, when they re-released the Pacific, apparently, like, people have been making crazy videos. Like, I was like, damn, Battlefield looks good right now. Yeah, I'm watching Jack Frags. Like, yo, do I want to play Wake Island? Oh, yeah, Wake Island. Is that that out yet? No, that's what I'm talking about. December 12th, yeah. Yeah. Oh, December, yeah, that's this week. Yeah, yeah. Games, games, uh, play. slow down. <laughs> Can games just slow down? Yeah. Um, yeah, no, so I'm, I'm actually genuinely, uh, curious about Wake Island because I loved Wake Island. You know what's crazy? That was like my start with my Battlefield 1943. Yeah, uh, yeah. That little, um, thing on Xbox. What a if jam. you didn't tell me to download that shit, so good. I wouldn't have been a fan of the, the series, but so good. But it's it's weird that like now it seems like they're still trying to figure things out. Like Battlefield definitely seems to have fallen back into like second place here in terms of like oh, yeah. the 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 duel at least between the two of them. It had um, a rough start. This game, yeah. I think, uh, especially with like when it first came out. I guess it's what three years ago now. Five, five years ago now for real. Wait, which one are we talking about? This newest one, Battlefield Five. five? I think no, it came out. When did it come out? Let me look it up. Two years ago or three years ago. Because it was definitely during when we made the show. November 20th, 2018. Also oh, last year. Yeah, oh, yeah. Shit. I'm thinking of one. You I'm thinking know? of one. Yeah, yeah I'm thinking yeah. of one. But remember when they released it, they were like, oh, you can have a samurai sword in your back. And everybody was like, that's not realistic. <laughs> it's like, yeah. yeah. Neither are you fucking t- 10 planes landing on the runway. Uh, and like, running around with like heavy machine yeah. guns. Yeah. But I, I think that like kind of soured the release because they changed a bunch of sh- shit before it came out i was like make it fantastical i don't understand why not <sighs> yeah, lean into know. that stuff yeah it, they 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 yeah you're right i think they might have leaned too heavily into like the realistic yeah they were like we're just stuff. playing we don't you know yeah, yeah, yeah. it's weird though because like i mean the moments i do play it i actually really enjoy it but i don't know it just like it, it kind of wasn't it didn't hit the way i think they were intending it to and i think it also suffers from the fact that like it's not different enough from battlefield one you know, yeah. like it's not. I, yeah, I think the setting was also a bad choice. It's just like more of the same, really. Yeah. And like, I don't know, like with Call of Duty, Modern Warfare coming back out, Black Ops 4 having a strong year, like it just seemed like I'd rather just play that with my friends for a little bit. But um, 
All right, cool. So jumping into questions for the week, if you have any questions for us, please feel free to send an email directly to us at questions at the dash optional.com. And uh, also you can drop them into our discord questions channel, or if you're brave enough, like Chase was this week, record us a voice message using the anchor app on your phone. All right. So Eddie Murphy's law writes in uh, with black Friday out of the way. When was the last time you penny pinched or went through extreme measures just to buy a game in high school? I bought smash bros brawl with chore money and about $4 and quarters and dimes from a whole damn change jar to the local blockbuster <laughs> said that'll be my I had to walk 20 miles to school story for my future kids. Uh, <sighs> I don't know. I mean, I, I've went to extreme measures to buy games. Yo, in high school, last time I did it in high school, my first job was I worked at Toys R Us. And if you remember Toys R Us, they had a section called the R zone. <laughs> okay. And it was like, the, ripped the rad, I think it was like the rad zone. Oh, I don't know. It was like some <laughs> stupid Toys R Us shit. But it was a bit the my favorite job of my entire life. It was nice. fan, it was fantastic to be a fourteen year old <laughs> in charge of video games. Uh, Jeez, yeah. You know, like Dream I had job. all this power in my hands. You know, um, but with great power comes <laughs> great responsibility, and I squandered that allegedly, and I stole mad video games allegedly. Wow, allegedly, oh, right. And mad of like Christmases was lit, birthdays was lit. I literally put my freedom on the line. I might have allegedly gotten you a might have allegedly PSP memory card with that shit. So <laughs> shout out to you, bro. Motherfucker is my oh man. <laughs> shout out to the we had a whole ring going. It was great. <laughs> shout outs. Um yeah, I don't that re- was the reason why they went under. Yeah, you're totally the reason why they went bankrupt. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to remember. Um there have definitely been times where I've like pulled money from here, gotten credit from this place and oh, like yeah. returned a thing with like gotten credit for GameStop. I mean, I still low key kind of do that shit where I, when I went back and traded those consoles in and I have 80 bucks in GameStop credit, I'm like, yo, I have it tucked away. Coinstar go up. Coinstar go up. Oh my God. Big time going into like, even going like TD with like mad change like that. I like keep in big old. Yeah. If you jars. don't know, like, uh, they used to be these like little things in grocery stores called Coinstar and you could just drop all your change and then they rob you of yeah. some of your money. Um, but that was like a legit, like how I used to buy McChickens and shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, man. yo, I got all this fucking change Rough. and it turns out to be five bucks, which is like a big deal. No, man, it makes it makes a big difference. Absolutely, but yeah, I mean, I've I've definitely done that before. I can't remember the last time I did it though. Mm-hmm. I mean, outside of the fact that I recently just like, excuse me, I recently just uh, traded in mad consoles. Like, yeah. that's probably the last time I did it. Where I was like, you know what, I might as well just get some money for this stuff because I was either gonna donate them or like leave them on the curb for somebody to pick up and throw out. Like, I have to like schedule a pickup. I was like, let me just walk these over to fucking yeah, GameStop. GameStop. But yeah, I mean, I've definitely done that before. Like, no shame, man. Damn, partner playing Red Dead Reckless right now. <laughs> uh, all right, cool. So Chase has an audio question for us. We can't do the uh, questions chamber anymore with the new mixer, but you know what? Yeah, we know what. What can you do? Things change. All right, here's, uh, here's Chase's question. Hey, it's Chase. Now, we all know that there's just too many games out there that we'll never have enough time to play. So recently I've turned to Let's Plays to pick up on the ones that... Uh, maybe you're too far gone or just far, far too long. How do y'all feel about that? Y'all ever watch a Let's Play? Have a favorite? Any recommendations? Thanks, y'all. Great question. Uh, I watch a lot of Dashy still. Oh, yeah, Dashy's the shit. Dashy's how I sort of keep up with Mario I, I, Maker. I watch a ton of uh, Let's Plays and lore explainers. and It's just kind of like background noise for me. Mm. I, I do that a lot. Um, one of my favorite channels uh, <laughs> this is called... Uh, outside xbox and they they do a lot of cool uh let's plays they don't just play xbox games but mostly they play xbox games um and uh they just do like some cool shit um there's a guy who uh i actually really like um he does um uh resident evil speedruns his name is carcinogen uh sd or something like that sds or something like that um he's like a known speed runner for resident evil but he does like I don't know. He just explains a lot of like about like, you know, what to do in what situations and like some speed run techniques if you're mm. a casual player, which will help you, you know, get that S rank or whatever. Oh, it's not necessarily for speed running, but, you know, a lot of techniques, tricks. you know, that will help you not get bit or, you know, telling you, you know, what um the reason why he killed a certain zombie over the next one or like prioritizing which ones. It's like that stuff I'm into cool. a ton. 
Um, I, I, I do love uh, Let's Plays. Like, I'm not really like the biggest like stream watcher. Yeah, um, same. I, I do watch some streams if I, I can catch them. I kind of want to be, but I, I just don't have the schedule for it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Most of that stuff takes place during the day, and yeah, I yeah. just, you know, work. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, no, I actually love watching Let's Plays. Yeah. I mean, I, I... Let me go through my little list. Here. I've also been curious about wanting to go into games that I don't have time for the way Chase does. Like, that's a really strong way to do, like, tackle some games that, like, I might not pour time into. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, like... If, if I find someone charismatic, that's the other part of it too, is like sometimes I have a hard time looking for, doing the like the due diligence of like, is this streamer or let's play person racist? <laughs> have they said something problematic? Like, yeah, I, I think... Chances I, are probably. A couple of weeks ago, I had that that problem with streaming. I was like getting into like Twitch um, based on that um, uh, that that role-playing server on, for GTA. Oh, yeah. And um, it was just like, I kind of felt defeated. I was like, I don't want to go to that emotional roller coaster of like finding out someone's a racist yes yeah, or like not i don't know if he's racist but like problematic as fuck the last streamer i really enjoyed watching because it was like super not problematic mm-hmm. and she was like very enthusiastic and like bubbly and fun to watch was uh her name is valkyrie and she's she's like gotten a huge following mm-hmm. uh, she's she had a huge following but she, i think she's blown up even more over the past year or so and i saw her in some video where this guy was like announcing his move to like youtube gaming or whatever i was like oh that's kind of cool you know what's a good um let's play it was uh whatchamacallit uh mary kish and mike maharty from um they used to be on GameSpot. they do a um a resident knievel and they went through all the resident evil games that's it's fucking hilarious series it's really really fun it's a long series so if you're like into that stuff you can like go through and i I was watching it like as they were putting them out so that was really fun for me that's i think they just recently ended because uh she went to twitch or something like that oh we're we're, yeah yeah no i'm I'm gonna like start i mean i've also like like i mentioned i've been watching a ton of uh super gt uh which i've really been enjoying but i don't really count that as like a uh you know i think that counts yeah but like in terms of like a single player experience type thing so i want to like yeah, I, I guess I'm gonna be on the hunt for games I might have missed out on for game of the year coverage. I but. did um, I did that for uh the Star Wars game. I did a let's play for it. It's for Jedi Fallen Order. Well, I didn't do it, but I watched the let's play for it. I should say. Oh, gotcha. Uh, d- yeah, Jedi Fallen Order. Um, I was like, I'm not gonna play this game. It doesn't necessarily uh, appeal to me, but um, yeah, I was like, oh, this game's pretty fun. It looks fun. It's great. It's great. <laughs> um. All right, cool. Yeah, I think uh, let's just jump right into feeling it. Feeling it is where we take one thing that we absolutely love from the past week that we've stumbled across that we think is worth sharing. Yeah, I actually, um, let's keep it in the YouTubes um, okay. because this is kind of a Let's Play, but uh, he's very popular, um, like Souls uh, streamer and lore explainer guy uh, called Vati Vidya. Um, and he is doing Sekiro right now. Um, a series called uh, Shadows Cry Twice. And uh, he goes into, like, he takes a deep dive into aspects of the story. So, like, certain characters, locations, and explains, like, the lore behind them, like, why you're there. So uh, I like this one because Sekiro is a game that I regrettably didn't get to finish this year. Same. Um, Maybe I might actually check this out. Yeah, it's, it's, he's, he's great. He um, is very thorough. He has great artwork. He like um, he does these things where I guess he unlocks the camera and is able to like go oh. around and show you certain things that maybe the the developers didn't intend to. So like you learn more about like oh this is actually like something you wouldn't have noticed unless you were able to get behind this character or whatever something huh. like that. Yeah, um, it's really real cool cool stuff. It's really like Sekiro's a sad ass story. Um, but I've been watching that recently. He's he's going through a lot. Um, I, I I dig it. I think you should check it out. It's Vati yeah. video. So it's um. Let me see how you spell it. It's V A A T I V I D Y A. Gotcha. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I should, I should probably check that out because that, that's one game. I I think I even mentioned it in Discord that like I didn't get a chance to wrap up. Yeah, I, I definitely want to finish it. I, it was just like I hit a wall early in the game and. With these games, it's like momentum based. Yeah, it may, I'm like I might as well start over. <laughs> yeah, I think I was thinking about doing that. Yeah, because like I I got like a few bosses in. Mm-hmm. I I'd gotten a few bosses under my belt, and I gotten you know I've, I've upgraded a couple. Th- I forgot what the hell how that game works, but at that point I was like, do I just jump back in or do I like learn it all over from the beginning? Because there, there are things that I there are small probably like subtle things with parrying or like dodging mm. or whatever that I that I 
forgotten. Oh yeah, like, absolutely. Might just be worth starting over, or maybe just watching a freaking let's play. Um, True. All right, cool. Uh, mine this week is a is a movie uh, called Pain and Glory. It's a by oh god, I keep forgetting his name. Almodovar. I forget his first name though. Is it? Uh, let me just look this I've up. I've never okay. heard of this. Uh, see, he he's had a couple um, breakout movies these past. Pedro Almodovar. Almodovar. Oh, hey, there you go. Um, so he's had a bunch of uh, movies like uh, Volver was a big one. He had one called The Skin I Live In, Bad Education. Um, he's a director from Spain, and his latest movie that just came out, I think fairly recently, uh, is more of like a um, autobiographical movie, like more about him. And his movies, if you've, if you've never seen them before, are like pretty... Um, would you say campy? She's not. She's not paying attention. Again. <laughs> they're pretty campy, or like they're pretty, um, like they're pretty out there. Like mm-hmm. they're they're very interesting. And I actually have only seen like one or two of them, so I'm not like a huge expert. But Pain and Glory revolves like around him and like as a filmmaker, like late in his life, who's suffering from a bunch of like physical ailments and like, um, you know, just sort of coming to grips with who he was and understanding his past and you know, um, coming, like getting some sort of closure with his relationship with his mother who passed away and like a bunch of different things. And um, it's all in Spanish, obviously, because it's from, from Spain, but it was really, really, really good. I uh, was not expecting the ending to, to unfold the way it did. And it's like one of those things where when you're watching it, you're like, this is freaking brilliant. And yeah. when, it, when, it, when it wraps up, I was like, whoa, this is such a such a treat and i'm like we've been trying to do our like mad dash to fig, you know to watch as much as we can before the year ends and thankfully as a you know fortunate member of the uh, writers guild i get screeners so nice. like i i've watched in the past week i've watched uh jojo rabbit i've seen um i didn't see book smart we just watched book smart uh what else did we see we saw a, a couple of other things Booksmart was like the super bad one yeah yeah okay, like okay. the girls yeah, i heard that was pretty good it was all right yeah it was pretty good um so yeah, so Pain and Glory was one that we actually had to go seek out when we watched in the theater. And um, if it's playing in your town, check it out. It's really, really cool. It's uh, it's something that I think, um, you know, I think I've also been trying to get back into screenwriting myself. So I've been like writing a bunch of like treatments and might want to start writing some shorts and stuff. Like nothing too major, but um, I've always had these ideas and I keep forgetting that I, you know, I went to school for four fucking years <laughs> to learn how to do this thing. So I might as well just like try to sharpen those skills. And yeah, also like as a member of this guild, I can probably find resources to like, maybe take more classes on brushing up those skills and, and stuff like that. And so I've always been interested in that too. So um, yeah, and I, I don't know, just like this was right up my alley in terms of the way the story and the plot unfolds over time. And it's just so well-written and so well-directed, obviously. There were some scenes that were just like so surreal and they're not even that technically like, you know, complicated. It's right. just really subtle but effective ways of directing and and cinematography all the stuff so 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 good check it out it's called pain and glory pain and glory yeah so before we wrap up the show how can the people find you online (sighs) this is a tough one (laughs) uh you can catch me at cap can't lose c-a-p-i-c-a-n-t-l-o-s-e gross um on uh, instagram and uh twitter actually Oh, okay. Twitter, yeah. Do that. Uh, what about you, on Twitter. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at polymyo. That's P-O-L-I-M as in Mario, A-Y-O. So uh, follow my exploits on there. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for listening this week. If you have any questions or comments, send them over to questions at the-optional.com. We would love to hear from you. Please be sure to subscribe also. We're on iTunes, Google Play, Anchor, Stitcher, and Spotify. If yeah. You Take a minute to rate and review us on the iTunes store or the Apple podcast or whatever it's called. Yeah, shout out to also to everybody who's been shouting us out like on their end of year Spotify shit. That's oh, really yeah, dope. That's thank you incredible. so much. Yeah, Gian, thank you for sending that over. Yeah. That like literally made my day. I yeah. was like, oh shit, look at us. Look at us go. <laughs> um, and if you want to support the show, like you said, you know, at the top of the show, we're helping us get better gear and, and mixers and stuff. Man. Uh, it's such a huge help. Uh, check out our anchor profile at anchor.fm slash the optional podcast. You can help us keep these lights on. Um, our homepage is theoptionalpodcast.com. That's where you can also find the show, share it with your friends. As always, we're on Twitter at theoptionalnyc. Mm-hmm. And our show's music is by the one and only Levi Pack. Shout you can out to Levi. Find him on Twitter at underscore L E V I P A C K. So until next time, everyone, peace. Peace.
The Optional Podcast, hosted by Paul Tamayo and Cam Brewster. Video game commentary for the rest of us. <laughs>